Welcome to the New Yorker's April 3rd, 2006 issue. We have seven articles this week. We begin with a comment by Steve Cole about new evidence on why the U.S. went to war in Iraq. Then from the talk of the town, David Owen checks in with the point person fielding fallout from the recent SAT grading inaccuracies. On the financial page, James Sirwicky explains why newspapers aren't such a losing business after all. In Shouts and Murmurs, Paul Rudnick sees his son's issues in a better light. Then the fifth article is a profile of actor and activist Sean Penn by John Lahr. There are two articles from the New Yorker critics this week. Pop music critic Sasha Frere-Jones reviews the new album and remarkable career of Mariah Carey. And in the current cinema, David Denby reviews Thank You for Smoking and a super low-budget film about a high school thriller called Brick. We begin, though, with this week's comment, Deluded, by Steve Cole. After the fall of Baghdad three years ago, the United States military began a secret investigation of the decision-making within Saddam Hussein's dictatorship. The study, carried out by the U.S. Joint Forces Command, drew on captured documents and interviews with former Ba'ath Party officials and Iraqi military officers, and when it was completed last year, it was delivered to President Bush. The full work remains classified, but Cobra II, a recently published book about the early phases of the war by The Times reporter Michael Gordon and Lieutenant General Bernard Trainer, has disclosed parts of the study, and the Pentagon has released declassified sections, which Foreign Affairs has posted on its website. Reading them, it is easy to imagine why the administration might resist publication of the full study. The extracts describe how the Iraq invasion, more than any other war in American history, was a construct of delusion. Frustratingly, however, we now understand much more about the textures of fantasy in Saddam's palaces in early 2003 than we do about the self-delusions then prevalent in the West Wing. The study portrays the Iraqi president as a fading adversary who felt boxed in by sanctions and political pressure. Saddam's former generals and civilian aides, such as his principal secretary, Lieutenant General Abed Hamid Mahmoud, and the former Iraqi foreign minister, Tariq Aziz, described their old boss as a leer-like figure, a confused despot in the enervating twilight of a ruthless career, unable to think straight, dependent upon his two lunatic and incompetent sons, and increasingly reliant on bluff and bluster to remain in power. Saddam lay awake at night worrying about knotty problems and later issued...